Chapter Eleven of the Girl Next Door by Augusta Yule Seaman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jennifer Dalman. The Lifted Veil. Next morning, Marcia and Janet sallied forth to make their promised visit to Sicily. They were armed with a box of quinine pills, two glasses of currant jelly, a new magazine, Marcia's violin in its case, and last but not least, the two filigree bracelets and they were literally bursting with news and excitement miss benedict opened the gate for them as before and to their inquiries replied that cicely seemed a little better if she noticed the suppressed excitement in their manner she did not comment upon it but only led the way to cicely's room without further words she was bonneted and veiled as usual at the door she left them saying that she would not go in cicely cicely cried marcia immediately we have news such strange news for you cicely was all at once eagerness and animation oh tell me quickly she exclaimed sitting up in the bed i feel so much better and i'm going to get up to-day but how can you have any news about me cicely said janet sitting down on the edge of the bed have you been thinking all this time that miss benedict knew everything about you and why you came here and all of that why of course cried cicely opening her eyes wide she has never explained it to me and she's so queer that i never like to ask her but i always thought she knew well she doesn't not a thing apparently replied janet and then repeated to her all the strange conversation at the gate on the day before when she had finished cicely sat as if stunned quiet and rigid and staring out of the window so much had it appeared to affect her that janet was suddenly sorry she had said a word about it then what does it all mean murmured cicely at last i'm here when i have no right to be nobody knows me or wants me how did it all happen don't i belong to anybody she looked so bewildered so frightened so unhappy that janet and marcia both put their arms about her it's all right cicely it's sure to be all right in the end we would love you and want you if nobody else did and i'm sure miss benedict must care for you too she really acts so but the question is how did you ever come to be sent here at all didn't your mother ever say anything to you about this place or any of the people over here no said cicely in a hushed voice it was evident from her manner that the grief over the loss of her mother was very keen and she had only once voluntarily referred to it or anything connected with it my mother never never mentioned the name of benedict to me i never heard it before but couldn't miss benedict possibly have been some connection some distant connection that she never thought of or mentioned persisted marcia no my mother's people were all english declared cicely and they were all dead we had no relatives living well your father then supplemented janet what about him i never knew him to remember him mother said he died when i was a baby a year too old he hadn't any relatives either well here's something else we have to tell you and it's the strangest thing yet began janet can you tell us where you got that bracelet cicely the one that you were so lovely as to send to us why i've always had it answered cicely even when i was a tiny little girl and it was much too big for me it seemed to be mine 
mother kept it in a box but she let me play with it once in a while then when i was older and it fitted me better she let me wear it i think she said my father gave it to me but i don't remember very clearly i don't believe i ever thought much about it although i realize it was rather unusual but why do you ask did she ever say that it had a mate that there was a pair of them questioned marcia oh no i am sure she never said anything about another what do you think of this then marcia drew the two bracelets out of her bag and laid them side by side on the bed why how very very queer cried cicely incredulously where did you get the other marcia outlined its history you see there isn't a shadow of a doubt that there was once a pair of them she ended and that they both belonged to the same person now who could that person be it must have been someone connected with you cicely added janet everything points that way well one thing is certain if we could find out the truth about these two bracelets i believe we'd find out about cicely too why she is here in the whole mystery all three were very silent for a moment considering i know one thing ventured marcia at length cicely you must not give this bracelet away it was dear and sweet of you to think of it in the first place and we'll keep the little coral pendant for both of us if you like but the bracelet is something that may mean a great deal to you yet and you ought to have it don't you agree with me janet i certainly do added janet heartily and what's more i've thought of something else when captain brett comes home next time he may be able to tell us something more about the other bracelet when do you expect him marcia not for two or three months replied marcia ruefully i'd give anything if it only could be sooner it seems as if we never could wait that long well let's not think of it just now comforted janet i don't suppose that we can find out anything until he does come so there's no use fretting how would you like to hear some music cicely marcia's brought her violin how good of you cried cicely an almost pathetic eagerness in her voice it will be wonderful to hear it nearby so marcia opened the case took out the instrument tuned it tucked it lovingly under her chin and slipped into a rollicking hungarian dance by brahms while her little audience listened spellbound oh something else please cried cicely blissfully when it was ended and marcia changing the theme gave them the lullaby from jocelyn and after that beethoven's minuet in g just one more begged cicely that is if you're not too tired the one i-i like so much i know the troy marie nodded marcia and once more laid her bow across the strings when the last note had died away they were all suddenly startled by a strange sound just outside the door a sound that was partly a sob and partly a half-stifled exclamation before she quite realized what she was doing janet who happened to be sitting near the door sprang up and threw it open in the hall outside stood miss benedict her hands clasped tensely in front of her but strangest of all her veil was thrown back from her face and in the sudden light of the open door she stood revealed in an instant they realized that cicely had not exaggerated the beauty of her singularly lovely face she plainly had been listening captivated to the music within the room 
and something about it must have stirred her strangely all of this they noticed in a fraction of a moment for as she saw them she pulled down her veil with a hasty movement murmuring something about having heard music and coming to see what it was but she did not pull it down quickly enough to hide one fact from the gaze of the two girls that her beautiful gray eyes were brimming with tears end of chapter eleven the lifted veil